When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One, two, ten. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Welcome, you filthy animals, to the 27th episode of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Seaford. It is September 9th. 2016 with me as always is the one the only brandon h buzz i'm bringing through all your private stuff you better come out and pound me (laughs) and there's another clip for you because we are going to be talking about home alone today are we really on episode 27 yeah can you believe wow that's crazy i know i know i can't believe it it's been yeah it's been a while. It's been almost a year in December. Yeah, it's been a journey, brother. Yeah, it has. Glad uh, we're doing this. I'm, I'm glad to be back this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What do we got on tap for the listeners today? Oh, man. Yeah, we got uh, quite a bit here. We're obviously going to uh, cover some DC casting news. Um, I'm going to go over some Marvel stuff as well. Obviously, we always have the comic book movies. Uh, we're going to go over uh, some Star Wars news, touch on that a little bit, and we're going to feature our Flashback Friday movie of the month, and that is Home Alone. Classic. That's right. Classic movie. So glad to be talking about that. So glad to bring back Flashback Friday movie of the month. I know it's been a while, so sit back, relax. Let's talk some theatrical films. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Changing it up a bit tonight. All right, so 27 episodes in. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with what we go over first uh, every week, and that is the box office results. We're a movie show. We're obviously going to talk about, you know, how these movies are doing, you know, if people are responding to them, things like that. Uh, right, so we're going to give you the top five uh, movies. Uh, for this week, money-wise, uh, coming in at number one, and this is the three-day weekend. I, I'm not. I never count the four-day weekend. I know it was Labor Day, but uh, three-day weekend we do every week. So number one, Don't Breathe with 15.8 million. <gasps> <laughs> number two, Suicide Squad with 9.9 million in its fifth week. Number three, we had Kubo and two and the two strings at six point three million. Number four, Pete's Dragon with six point three million. And rounding out the top five is Sausage Party with five point one million dollars. Anything stand out to you this week, Brandon? No, I'm just glad to see old Suicide Squad still holding on up there. Uh, it's good for the studio. It's good for any comic book fan. To see that hanging in pretty strong. 
think it actually just surpassed uh, Man is Still at the Box Office for Total Gross, if I'm not mistaken. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I, I read that as well. Um, yeah, that that obviously sticks out to me as well. Yeah, Don't Breathe sticking at uh, number one, second week in a row, in its second week with 15.8 million. You know, those horror-slash-thrillers, whatever you want to call it, uh, they've been holding strong. Yeah. Of late, and then uh, Pete's Dragon is interesting because last week it was at number six, and then it you know leapfrogged over uh, Sausage Party to get the number four spot this week. So people are going to see the kids' movies on this holiday weekend. I mean, dude, don't breathe. Us cleaning it up. Nine point nine million dollar budget. It's already made fifty one million just here in the states. Yep, crazy. You know, and I got to point this out too. Dropped on number fifteen. Ben Hur. Yeah. $100 million budget. We can go ahead and say roughly $120 million loss for the studio in that movie. Probably the biggest flop for the summer. Uh, I don't think anything's going to touch that. $120 million, $20 million loss. That is ridiculous. Oh, I know. Did you yeah. check? Did you see that movie or no? Uh, I, I did not. Uh, had a had a pass to see it. I, just, I I'll, I'll see it eventually. I just, yeah, just didn't. Doesn't interest me. Uh, I liked the original, but yeah, seeing seeing the remake just didn't interest me at all. So I'll I'll see it when it comes out on Blu-ray. What about you? I'm pretty much there with you. That's gonna be a red box Netflix kind of night. Yeah, and I mean the the marketing just didn't seem there at all. Like I I barely saw anything for I, it. So. That's exactly what was my next point. So, but. So, yeah, we'll obviously get into what we think will happen next week, or I should say this weekend, uh, at the end of the show. Uh, So our first news story today is in regards to Daniel Craig. Uh, Obviously, he's been playing James Bond for four movies in a row, and, you know, we reported, you know, we relayed on our show a report that said that Daniel Craig was no longer interested in it. Um and it looks like yeah they were we we even you know talked about speculation of who could play him yeah, and different rumors um but now it looks like uh Sony is not giving up um they offered him go ahead what's the number <laughs> throw it out there 150 million <laughs> to come, <laughs> to come back for two two more uh, wow. 007 million uh 007 movies 150 million That's- a lot of money. Yeah, that's insane. No, no report yet whether or not he's, you know, considering the offer or is accepted it or anything like that. But the report is that he was offered that much money to come back two more times. So Sony obviously wants him. You know, they're 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 not wanting to give him up yet. I mean, what uh, <laughs> what do you think about this? Well, you know, last time we talked, we were talking about Tom Cruise. We had a little debate on if studio should play play pay actors that much money. 150 million for two movies. That's not Robert Downey yeah. Jr. money right there. That's that's more than he made. 50 million for Iron Man. 30, 50 million for right. That's yeah. I know. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. That's insane. I mean, because I mean, the, these movies. Yeah, they're great. I love him as uh, as you know James Bond. Casino Royale was great. That was mm-hmm. the first one that came out. Quantum of Solace. Eh. Skyfall. Great. Spe- Spectre. Yeah. So I mean, he said like two mediocre ones, two great ones. Um. I just yeah, I can't believe they're willing to. I mean, is they that want them that bad? Is that your favorite Bond? Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to say so. I mean, obviously you got the classic uh, with you know Sean Connery. 
Um, and obviously the more recent classic with Pierce Brosnan. And I, I, I'm still, yeah, Daniel Craig. I just, I've enjoyed his take on it more than, more than, uh, okay. more than any others. How about you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a more of a Roger Moore guy myself, yeah, but okay, yeah. old Daniel Craig's probably been the most physical James Bond. I mean, that's once oh, I think yeah. of a James Bond, I think him physically would be the persona which I would go with. So I'm I'm it's neck and neck. Yeah, I mean, so do you, I mean, do you think he should come back for two no, more I mean, films? I, I, 150 minutes. You know how I already like we will we if you listen to the last podcast we uh, ranted on about it, but <laughs> I mean to give up a. King's Ransom, I mean, if mm, I guess, I mean, shoot, it's all money, but... Yeah, it's... But yes, I I mean, I would love him to continue the role, so... Yeah, exactly, I mean, it's... I, I you know, I'm not going to complain if he does come back for one more or two more, um, but yeah, I mean, I would like to see another take on it, you know, I mean, there were rumors about maybe Idris Elba, Tom Hiddleston, Hiddleston, would love to see either of those, I'm more leaning towards Idris Elba, but... Um, curveball, curveball thrown at you right now. Do we have any updates on the Tom Cruise situation? Did that? Did they start filming again? Do you? Do we know? No, I I haven't heard anything. I didn't hear anything else about it. I'm assuming they probably started filming again. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Um, well, I don't think they ever started filming. I think that was just still in production, but it's just kind of halted everything that was going to lead up to filming. But yeah, I haven't I haven't heard any developments on that. So we'll definitely let you guys know. But but yeah, I mean, we'll see what uh, what happens with this hundred fifty million dollar offer. I mean, I mean, also you got to think, you know, was this a strategy of his to you know say he wasn't interested just to try to leverage them to give him more oh, money? You yep. know, you never know. You can definitely play that card. Absolutely. Yep. Um, all right. So yeah, that's. Uh, we'll let you guys know what happens with that as that story develops. So our next story, we're gonna jump into the DC universe, the DC movies. So I mean, last week actually we didn't have a show last week. Obviously, we are in Tampa and we're affected by the hurricane last week. Um, but uh, but yeah, last week we received footage uh ben affleck tweeted out a quick uh, shot of uh deathstroke good old ben that he did yes he did um ben affleck that is not ben secord here um but he he tweeted out just a quick shot of deathstroke just kind of walking towards the camera people were speculating that maybe it was uh you know just test footage which it still could be test footage but uh, other people were saying you know this is a shot from you know justice league but anyways we have official casting news that joe manganello has been casted as deathstroke and uh, by the sound of your applause, it sounds like you're you're pretty happy I'm, about I'm, this. I'm happy with that casting choice. I mean, that's one that pretty much fan casting from the get go. Everybody wanted him to be casted for that role. Um, looks apart, physically in shape. He's I think he's six four. I mean, he looks apart. Yeah, he's a tall actor. Uh, I mean, great casting call. I know we talked about one of your favorite movies, uh, Magic Mike 3D. He's, he's in that. So, uh, That's right. Love love when stuff is coming at me via 3D. Um, <laughs> that's a reference. Oh, man. You know it. You know it. Yeah, yeah that's great. Well, I mean, what can you tell us about Deathstroke for those at home who do not know? He is pretty much a mercenary for hire. I believe he uses almost pretty much his whole, his whole entire brain. He has the 
ability to use that the whole you know what i mean yeah because like we, we only use 10 percent yeah, of our so brains yeah oh, like close to 90 percent. so okay. his reflexes everything he's super smart um certain comics he's been able to take down the whole justice league in certain areas uh take on the whole team so it's been i mean he's he's got some great storylines at time with teen titans and stuff like that uh deep history with the character um but just as far as a character uh um what's the word i'm looking for villain wise absolutely awesome just uh amazing yeah amazing character and it's gonna be awesome to see on screen i mean that's gonna be a person who can go toe-to-toe probably might be at all the batman movies besides bane the most uh i mean what's the word i'm looking for uh biggest opponent best okay so okay so he's he's strong he's, he's combat like yeah. tail with batman um god i'm butchering some stuff <laughs> no you're good uh wh- I, i've heard people com- compare him a little bit to, to deadpool uh a little bit you know kind of the dc's version of deadpool obviously i mean does he does he offer a comedic element at all you know, I've never read a comic book where there's comedy okay. in it at all, and there's no fourth wall breaking. With yeah, him. okay, um, but yeah, I mean, I like this casting choice. I mean, he he seems like a good, a great choice. I mean, I'm not as familiar with Deathstroke as you are, but uh, but yeah, from what I know of him, seems like it's going to be a great fit. Um, I mean, just like I said, physically, you know, that dude, he's built like a brick oh, house yeah. too. Absolutely. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I, I mean, what do you think of the, the video? I mean, what do you think of his look in that video? Very, uh, comic book accurate. So yeah. I was happy with that as well. I mean, I, no complaints from the little screenshot that we got. Um, I'm assuming that's a Justice League. I mean, that's how everything kind of got started. We, uh, he was in London. They're filming Justice League in London. Uh, at the same time he became Twitter. I uh, started following Zack Snyder and Jeff Johns on Twitter. So that's how it kind of came about maybe he was getting looked at for the role so i mean it all kind of just uh fell fell right in the hands right so okay so yeah i i'm i'm excited for it i'm glad he's actually going to be it i mean do you think this footage is uh test footage or you think that he's actually gonna have a small role in justice league maybe like a like a teaser teaser yeah well i think since ben affleck released it it's either i mean i think he's gonna have something in it or it's going to lead into yeah. maybe, well, we'll get into that in the cutting room floor, but maybe some kind of link into Batman, his solo movie. Right. Apparently he is now the main villain for that movie. So Okay. Yeah. And I, sorry if this is in your cutting room floor later on in the show, but uh, this, I just read today that uh, Commissioner Gordon, yeah, that is in the cutting room yeah, floor. Okay, okay, we'll get to that. No, we'll get to that. Okay, well, I mean, his 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 role is not that big in in Justice League. That's all I was gonna say. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, keep it going because that's that's. Yeah, I mean, we we were on the topic, so I just wanted to bring that up because it just came out today. But uh, but yeah, J.K. Simmons was had an interview. He said he's basically done. He's done with filming. Yep. You know, he's back home, but they're still filming in London. So I mean, obviously, he didn't have much of a role. Most of his interactions sound like they're with, with Batman. Batman. Yep. yep. Um, and, uh, he had, he does have some interaction with, you know, other members of the justice league, but yeah, basically it's, it's not that big of a role, at least in justice league part one, but yeah, uh, no, like you, like you pretty much said, uh, I completely agree with everything you said. He pretty much said, just set him up for Batman. I mean, it's just very, very minor, small role. I think he worked a couple 12 hour days from what I read. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like you said, he's done filming and excuse me, ready for the next Batman movie. So cool. 
be a nice introduction to see him, though. Oh, absolutely. He's gonna be. I can't wait to see him, at least. Yeah, I don't know if he'll ever be in a trailer, but yeah, I can't wait to see our first look at him and, and yeah, just see him in the it's actual It's going to be weird movie. to see him with some hair. Yeah, yeah, that'll, <laughs> that will be strange. But, I mean, we saw him with hair in uh, Spider-Man, so. Yeah, a little... I forgot about J.J. Jonah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, right, so what uh, what do we got next? I believe it's another DC story. Well, yes, our good friend Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> just do it! Uh, uh, if you haven't seen that clip, look up Shia LaBeouf, just do it. Yes, YouTube it. you will it find it. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to even touch on it, but please, be my friend. Google search it. It's hilarious. You will laugh. Um, well, we know that he filmed a movie with David Ayer before. Uh, he was in Fury. So uh, they have connections. Yep. He just revealed that he was actually looked at for Suicide Squad, but uh, Warner Brothers said, uh, no, no thank you <laughs> on that. Um, Shia LaBeouf goes on to say that, um, where am I at with this? He said the character that he was in the play pretty much was GQ, which if you don't know was Scott Eastwood, um, which is Rick Flagg's right-hand man. Uh, he said the character was different initially, then Will Smith came in, and the script changed a bit. That character and Tom Hardy's character, later played by uh, our good friend Joel Kinnaman, got written down to build up, well, build build well up. So just initially, after hearing that, do you think Shia LaBeouf is blowing a smoke? Do you think that that role is a lot bigger prior to Will Smith? I mean, I thought Will Smith got casted first before anybody else did. So to me, yeah. that kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, you never know. I mean, he, I, I don't know his relationship with David Ayer. I mean, maybe he was like in the early, early talks for it, you know, when they were wrapping up Fury, maybe even, you know, he was talking about it with them. So, I mean, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think Shia LaBeouf is a, you know, to say what you will about his personal life and how crazy he is. I mean, he, he is a kind of a big name. Um, so I, I don't think he was as small of a role as, as Scott Eastwood's character ended up being. I got you. I do love this quote from Shia LaBeouf. I don't think Warner Brothers wanted me. I went to meet, went in to meet, and they're like, "Nah, you're crazy. You're a good actor, but not this one." It was a big investment for them. Yeah, yeah. That's our friend Shia LaBeouf. That dude is hilarious. I love. He is crazy. Just Google oh, search absolutely. some of the stuff. He is nuts. Just do it. Um, would you have liked to see him in the movie? I mean, would you have liked him over Scott Eastwood? I mean, like I said, it's. Well, I mean, Scott Eastwood's character was just so small. I mean, you could have put anyone in there, um, you know, with the way it was written in the version we saw. Uh, so I think it would have just taken away if, if that was the version Shia LaBeouf was going to be playing. I mean, if, if it would have added to it, then, yeah, I would, I would have loved to see him. I mean, I've, I really have, have never had a problem with any of Shia LaBeouf's uh, performances, per se. I mean, yes, the tr some of the Transformers movies were crappy, but, you know, I I think people are just more hard on him due to his personal life. Um, Curveball, best Shia LaBeouf movie, go. Oh, oh man. Um, Battle of uh, Shaker Heights. That's what I'm going with. I, I hope that's the, the right name. What about you? I loved him in Lawless. Ah, yeah, that that is a good one. Yeah, Battle of Shaker Heights. Um, yeah, that, that, I just wanted to make sure that was the name. Yeah, Lawless is great, too. Um, but uh, let's see here. I wanted to look up something. Never mind. Um but yeah, I, I mean, do you, I mean, do you think he was playing it up at all in this in this quote? I mean, it, I mean, 
you, you brought a valid point out that I guess I couldn't even. I didn't really think about. He could have been in talks way early. Right. You said they were filming Fury. Uh, just because I knew Will Smith was the first name they casted out, and then Tom Hardy. So, um, no, that makes sense though. I mean, he could have knew about that movie well in advance. Right. So now that you've come kind of debunked my theory, no, <laughs> I mean I can't really argue that point. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, it's just interesting to know that. Uh, what ha- it's interesting to know, like the the logistics of of Hollywood. Just you know, it, it a lot of times it is about who you know. You know, I mean, it, he he probably would have never been offered that if he didn't already do you Fury. Know, do Fury, know him. Like it, I'm it's, pretty much gonna piggyback on what you just said. I just think of all the Christopher Nolan movies. Every actor is in every Christopher yeah, Nolan movie. Exactly. So if you get in one, you're lucky can pretty much count to be in another one. Right. I mean, you, you get comfortable working with someone. I mean, it's just with any any sort of job. I mean, even though this is, like, glamorous, it's Hollywood, but it's just with any job. You get comfortable working with someone. You want to keep working with them. You know, they're reliable. So why, why not? But, uh, but, yeah, it's just interesting to think about that aspect of things. All right. What, uh, what do we got next? Well, um, we got our first look at Bokeem Woodbine. You know, as it came out a couple weeks ago, uh, the the call sheet was leaked online, and it showed him playing uh, Herman Schultz, a.k.a. The Shocker. Well, some pictures came out on Instagram. In Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, thank you. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Some pictures got leaked on Instagram of a pretty comic book accurate costume of The Shocker. Uh, down to, you could even see the um, things attached to his wrist. Right. So, uh, pretty excited about that. I don't know if you've ever seen... You've seen, definitely seen the character, what he looks like. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, looked just like him. Yeah, I was... Uh, Kind of shocked how accurate that was. Um, good actor. I just, you know, it's still not even confirmed that that's what, who is actually playing Shocker. We didn't see his face. But um, what do you think about it? I mean, like, pictures looked amazing. I thought they were great. Blurry, yeah. but from what we saw, it looked freaking awesome. No, it's definitely cool. I mean, it's great. I mean, we we didn't really know know what we were gonna get with that. But yeah, I think it I think it's great. Um, I, I I think it's going to be a you know minor role. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anything major um, because he was a minor role in the comics uh, from what I what I've read. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's cool. I just I, I just hope they're not trying to shove too much into this movie. Uh, you know how they did with Amazing Spider-Man Two with Andrew Gar- Garfield. Just yeah, hope they're not trying to shove too much. I know you know usually they'll. Because Spider Man's already established in this movie, so I mean he's he's it's not going to be another origin story. So he's probably already fighting someone. So I can see him maybe fighting you know Shocker at the beginning, maybe, and you know that's just kind of the the end of him, especially because he's such a minor villain. They don't need to do too much fan service for it. What about you? Well, I'm going to agree <laughs> to disagree. Uh, okay. No, just pretty much because I have this in front of me. It okay. says apparently. <laughs> This is the first of two battle suits, so it looks ah. like he actually might be in the movie Ooh. a little bit more than we thought. But then that goes right into your problem. So I agree to disagree with that part, but then I agree that, dang, are we running to a Spider-Man three here? You know, like freaking three villains in the movie. Are we going to run into another Spider-Man? Uh, I mean, like, how many villains are you going to have in this movie? Because there's another rumor yeah, of another villain, Tinker Master, I believe. Um, so should be interesting. No, oh, hello. Hello, son. Yeah, Hello. my my kid. I guess has to go to the bathroom. Hey, hey, kid. Hey, nephew. That's my <laughs> nephew. 
That's right. We look alike. Um, okay, so yeah, I didn't know. I, I guess I should have read the article. Um, yeah, I didn't know he had another suit. But yeah, it's just. I mean, it's 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 just it's as apparently. So I mean, we can't confirm. Take that with a grain of salt, as right. always. Um, but I'm with you, man. The thing with Marvel is they they handle stuff a lot better than other studios do. So hopefully they know how to do the right. Yeah, exactly. Of, I mean, obviously, obviously, they're working with Sony with this, but obviously, they have a big, big say in what happens. I mean, we're going to have Tony Stark in this, and uh, did we? We didn't even uh, last week. We meant to say that uh, it's been confirmed that John Favreau is going to be in it as Happy. Happy Hogan. Yep. Well, that's real cool. I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll let you guys know what else we find out. By yeah, the just... way, finally saw Jungle Book. I know this is like I've just been throwing curveballs at you all night, kid. Finally saw Jungle Book. Yeah, what'd you think? <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> I know. Great movie. I actually sat down with the whole family and watched that. Yeah, good. Uh, everybody was quiet. Just yeah. Great movie. Yeah, I mean... Great voice acting. Oh man, I, I know. Was... It's it's good. Yeah, great effects. I uh, what'd you think about King Louie? crazy and i could see why your kid would be scared yeah that was a little bit intense for i was thinking like god your kid was probably petrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely but good i'm glad you saw it but yeah obviously john favreau will be in spider-man homecoming so they're gonna be adding some more he directed the movie sorry that's why we did that yeah di- yes he directed jungle book exactly all right so our next story we didn't have too much marvel stuff today that's pretty much all we wanted to touch on and we're gonna have some more in the cutting room um all right so our next story uh involves johnny depp oh johnny depp. mr johnny depp is a pirate of the caribbean mr johnny well, we depp. pirates another willy wonka well as this Gene art, wilder this... Oh, by the way great actor yes oh yeah left us may he rest in peace Gene Wilder. Uh, Gene Wilder, yep. The original, the one and only Willy Wonka. Johnny Depp doesn't touch it, I'm That's sorry. That's right. Yeah, I was wondering where that came from, but obviously, yeah, Johnny Depp, I can see the connection now. There we go. All right, so uh, Johnny Depp, um, as this uh, article from Collider brings out, is making a rare move by going a bit more subtle for his next movie Thank role. God. The actor has been cast as Russell Poole, the L.A. detective who invested the investigated, I assume that was supposed to say, uh, the unsolved assassinations of rappers Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls in a movie called Labyrinth. Uh, Screen Daily was the first to report the news. Uh, In the 2002 documentary Biggie and Tupac from Nick Broomfield, Poole said he believed Suge Knight... Uh, staged the shooting of Shakur to get out of paying millions to the rapper for royalties. Um, It goes on to uh, say, uh, Poole found evidence linking the killed officer to death row records. Um, uh, The the killed officer meaning... uh, Sorry, I'm totally messing this up yet again. I always mess up these articles, man, I tell you. There was a cop-on-cop shooting. Poole uh, found evidence linking the killed officer to death row records, leading him to uncover more cops allied with Knight and the label. Um, And Poole passed away in August of last year due to a heart attack. So, very interesting story to touch on. That's for sure. Yes, it is. Holy crap. Right up my alley, kid. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. So, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Well, I mean, as we all know, LAPD's been... 
uh, one of those police organizations that is no stranger to controversy. You have, I mean, there's numerous documented cases. You had movie Angelina Jolie, The Strangeling, based the, off of... Yeah, Changeling. Changeling, yeah. Changeling, thank you. Based off a very true case that the LAPD tried botching right. uh, to get publicity. Uh, they gave uh, her her kid who wasn't her kid, and they pretty much told her, no, this is your kid. Long story short, you had um, Rampart, which is actually what Denzel Washington based his character off of for Training Day. Dirty Police Department, uh, known for having drugs, planting weapons on people, prostitution, all kind of stuff, all in the LAPD um, division. Uh, they're One of their famous detectives who was on that, actually went to jail, denounced LAPD, became a crypt. This all ties in why I'm even bringing all this up is because Suge Knight, who was the owner of Death Row Records, um, hired cops to be his personal bodyguards. So you had LAPD cops, which is completely illegal. That's a conflict of interest, and you you couldn't do that even if you wanted to. Right. You had uh, cops on duty working for Suge Knight, which Suge Knight also had ties to the crypts. Um, and bloods and all that stuff over there. And it's been documented numerous times. I mean, it looks like Biggie and Tupac were killed more than likely by cops. Yeah. Um, so it should be an interesting. That's an interesting role for Johnny Depp. Like you said, him back to a normal role. I mean, yeah. Black Mass, perfect example. And when, when he hit that role up, I thought he did a great job acting in that. Kind of tired of the whole... Pirates of the Caribbean. Man. Yeah, kind of tired of the weird characters, the far out characters. Exactly. Yeah, it's just. I mean, besides, I mean, besides Black Mask, what was the last time he acted? Did a normal acting role that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's was Rum Dyers. Was that yeah. even considered a normal role? I don't even know if that would, you would even consider that. Yeah, he wasn't wearing much makeup. Uh, if that's what normal is, but yeah, he's. He hasn't been like a straight laced guy in like any movie. Um, so yeah, it'll be nice to see him, you know, as like an actual, you know, a detective for once. But I mean, not even talking about you know just him being cast in this. I mean, this this the story should really be on, and this this movie coming out. I mean, this seems like an awesome subject matter, great you know kind of psychological thriller, uh, which I hope that's kind of what they're turning it into. You know, conspiracy theory, which I know is. W- w- Right up your alley, you yes, know, Mister Conspiracy Theorist. Um, so yeah, this this will be real cool. Uh, how they, uh, you know, bring about this. it's just interesting that uh, if this is coming out, and we have that uh, Tupac biopic coming out. Mm-hmm. It's like man, it's, uh, they're all jumping on Tupac right now. But uh, but yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what uh, Johnny Depp brings to this role. Um, I'm excited for it. I love the the premise, and I and I like the choice of of actor in it. So, we will keep you guys informed. Do you have any more thoughts Check, on it? Please, no. I like you pretty much. You summed up the whole thing. I, I can't wait for it. I would like like to see more casting. See which way they go for that, and um, I'm excited for that. Can't wait. Same. <laughs> All right. That was uh, what we like to refer here to as we don't have a name for this. No, but... we don't. Yeah, because we're going to try to go for uh, some Star Wars news every week at least, you know, because we're getting closer to Rogue One. Then we got Episode Eight coming out. We're going to have more news on Han Solo. So, yeah, we definitely want to do like a Star Wars corner 
type thing. But yeah, as Brandon was saying, we don't don't have a name for it yet. Lightsaber. No. 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 We'll 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 think of one. We'll think of one. Wing hey, fighter. Send in your suggestions of what you think our little Star Wars news segment should be. Tie fighter at BlockbusterCast is our twiddle Twitter twiddle <laughs> our twiddle handle twiddle. our Twitter handle and uh, you can. Uh, Email us at bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. Let us know what uh, what you think this segment should be called, our little Star Wars news segment. But uh, So first of all, I uh, just wanted to cover that uh, Ian McDermott, uh, he played Emperor Palpatine in, obviously, Empire Strikes... Well, actually, he actually technically didn't play him in Empire Strikes Back. He played him in Return of the Jedi, and then he played Palpatine in uh, all three prequels. Um... Looks like that uh, Emperor Palpatine will not be in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Mm, that sucks. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So uh, Ian McDermott uh, said, I don't feature in that myself, but I understand that Darth Vader may be making an appearance. That's what he told um, the people who asked him. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's confirmed because I mean, there was a rumor. I mean, if, if Darth Vader's in it, I mean, maybe there'll be some, some, uh, uh, the emperor in there. I mean, I, I think there will still be some sort of mention to him. I mean, we got the, uh, the, I can't think of the actor's name, but there is a main villain who plays kind of a grand admiral, grand moth or whatever. Um, I think he, will mention something about the emperor or Darth Vader might even mention the emperor. But, uh, I, I thought it was a long shot that he would, uh, have played him. Yes. I would have loved to see him, but I think having Vader in it is enough to kind of link these two, you know, link rogue one to the, you know, actual trilogy, original trilogy. Uh, but, uh, you seem a little disappointed. Yeah, no, I was hoping to see, you know, even if it was like a hologram and him giving yeah. some orders or something, but I, I think we're going to get some kind of reference, like you said. Um, it should have been nice to see Darth yeah. Vader talking to him or something. Uh, but, I, I mean, hey, we're getting Darth Vader. I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, I would have loved to see him, but I mean, I'm not too disappointed because, again, it's, you know, back to us talking about Spider-Man, them shoving in too much. You know, just don't want them to try to force things in there just because, you know, people want it. Um, Just make a good movie. Um, Obviously, you know, keep it in that universe. You're going to have Darth Vader. Uh, So, yeah, just no need to spoil us with (laughs) just, you know, every every character that's ever been in in Star Wars. But uh, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you think, you know, is is the actor just saying this, you know, because he's not allowed. Usually they don't just flat out say I'm not in the movie. Usually they'll say, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll see if, you know, they're meant to just keep it quiet yeah. and they do end up being in it. So, yeah, I don't think there's any chance now that he'll be in it. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Snap. It is what it is. Um, now, this next story is more speculation uh, than anything. Because, um, I mean, we even speculated on uh, possible Yoda being in Episode 8 uh, okay. a few shows ago. Um, and now there's been a report uh, from a Reddit user. So, you know, totally take this with a big old grain of salt. Uh, you know, Reddit users aren't a reliable source usually. 
But uh, just going to read what this article says. Uh, A Reddit user details their experience at Star Wars Celebration Europe, saying that one of uh, the people at the Yoda exhibit confirmed that another one of their puppets had to report to the set for the movie. Uh, This is only hearsay now, but it does make sense, both in story and if you compare some of the reports that had Frank Oz, which we talked about on Blockbuster Mentality, uh, in Ireland during the filming of uh, Episode 8, as well as a report that mentioned a set was built to accommodate said puppet. So, I mean, obviously this is coming from a a Reddit user, um, but, I mean, does this convince you any more that he might be in it or i mean obviously he would be a force ghost yeah um that makes that makes a lot of sense so (laughs) i don't want to really argue it like you said it's a take it with a grain of salt but i mean the pieces fit to what you would would want to hear as uh, a star wars user or a star wars fan that's what you want to hear it makes sense if that's the case but uh, reddit users I know, yeah. I mean, I'm not... Maybe I do believe it a little more now that they said this, but I I still am about the same percentage of how much I think he's going to be in the movie. I think there's like a 70 to 75% chance he will be in the movie. Um, Definitely a mention. You got to think that. Because, I mean, Luke's been... You know, he saw them at the end of Return of the Jedi in ghost form. So, obviously, he's going to be in contact with them. He was always in contact with Obi-Wan in so, his ghost form. So, I think I think he's got to be Do we, get, be do we have other Ghost Force characters in there besides Yoda? Uh, that's a real possibility as well. Um, I mean, are we going to get Hayden Christian, Obi-Wan? <laughs> there, like the remake one with uh, him? Or are we going to get... Uh, even order? Anakin? Yeah. Yes. Uh, if Anakin is featured as a Force Ghost, then yes, I do think it will be Hayden Christensen. Um, but uh, what about Obi Wan? Obi Wan, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely it would be him. But I, I just, I don't think either of them. I, Yoda is definitely the higher chance out of all three of those. Just because, you know, Ewan McGregor wasn't the actor who played him in, in, you know, the originals. Obviously, they could do makeup, things like that. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping there is a Force Ghost in it, at least. But we'll see. But uh, as of now, this Reddit user says says they heard this from, from a puppeteer that was at Star Wars Celebration. So... We'll see. We I shall so. see. I hope so. That's yeah, all I can do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think we'll see a Force Ghost at least. But uh, but yeah, man, I can't wait. Uh, Rogue One comes out in uh, three months, four months. So I mean, we're we're getting real close to that. And man, if only Star Wars Episode Eight stayed to that May release date, we'd be living in a world where two Star Wars come come out, two, two Star Wars movie comes come comes out comes out comes <laughs> within like an eight eight month period here. I mean, because May is like eight months away, man. But we can't be so lucky. I know, I know. So we gotta wait another year after Rogue One comes out for Episode Eight to come out. But yeah, that's that's just some of the Star Wars news I found interesting for this week. Um, but now we're gonna go into our cutting room floor segment. Hey, and please, please don't forget to uh, shoot us an email or Twitter what you think we should name this segment yes. of our show, please. And uh, that's right at Blockbuster Cast. Tweet us bbentertainmentcast at gmail dot com. 
Um, we're it's the first game of the NFL uh, season tonight. Obviously, this is Friday, but we record on Thursday nights. Have we mentioned that before? I believe we have maybe once or so twice. We, we do have football on in the background, and hey, C.J. Anderson just scored. Got him on my fantasy team. <laughs> Booyah. Booyah kasha. All right, so our cutting room floor segment is just a segment that we use to just, you know, tell you some news stories in a in a timely manner you know just quickly go over them don't really say much about them just let you guys know what's happening in the world of movies uh so brandon what's uh what do we got on the cutting room floor this week well looks like stanley tucci you saw him before in transformers looks like he is coming back for the last night so that's another character bringing a lot of the old characters back so that's good to see you well, we can. Ex- well, we thought we were going to see some original Power Rangers in the new movie, but uh, our good friend Walter Jones, who played the original Black Ranger, um, says no, nobody's been contacted, and he says unfortunately we're not invited to be part of the film, which makes no fi- makes no sense. It's confusing to me, but I'm excited nonetheless. Aww. Look for Power Rangers. March 24th, 2017. Super excited about that. Absolutely. Uh, Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy. I don't know if you know who they are. Obviously, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, but also does the voice of Joker, Kevin Conroy. 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 Excuse me. He is the definitive voice of Batman in anything animated or video game-wise. Yep. Uh, they're at a convention. Pretty much dropped. Could be doing a hush. Could be doing a Death in the Family animated movie, which would be mind-blowing. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you did Killing Joke this year. Keep them going. Be my, that's my mind blowing up. That's We need a sound effect for that. Um, no, we just have your, your voice. We can just do that. Oh, I like it. Uh, Marvel. Looks like they definitely have plans for a live action Miss Marvel, which is now Camilla Khan in the comics. Uh, as you know, Carol Dan- Danvers, which is... Um, Captain Marvel now. Yeah. Uh, she was once originally Miss Marvel. Once she became Captain Marvel, she passed her mantle down. Uh, very big fan favorite. Uh, one of the more popular young characters. Look for her at some point in a live action movie or possibly Netflix or um, ABC's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right. Well, also looks like uh, the Arrow show they had Suicide Squad on first before the movie came out. That was actually a test for the film. They wanted to see how fans would respond to seeing Suicide Squad. So they made them on the TV show, and it tested good, which helped produce a Suicide Squad film. Alrighty. Um, Booster Gold, a uh, comic book character, a minor character in DC, uh, was announced they were going to make a movie. Bad news is people not connected to the DCEU right now at this point. It will be its own thing. Kind of disappointing. <sighs> but hey, it is what it is. I don't know why they're doing that, but all right. And the last story I find kind of funny, Mel Gibson. Gotta love Mel Gibson. He's not shy on saying how he feels. <laughs> um, after receiving a standing ovation for his movie, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, he was pulled aside and asked about the current state of movies in Hollywood. He said, and I quote, I look at them and scratch my head. I'm really baffled by it. think there's a lot of waste, but maybe if I did one of those things on the green screen, I'd find out differently. Um, one movie he's very not fond of, Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> they said to him, what did they spend on Batman vs. Superman? And that, and they're admitting to it? And it's a piece of... Yes, it's wow. a piece of... You know, what it's I'm a trying piece to say, of blank. blank. Um... He goes on to say that he really would never be interested in doing a superhero film. 
Because those real superheroes don't wear spandex, so I don't know. Spandex must cost a lot. Mr. Mel Gibson, we love you for your brutal honesty. No, wow. That's why you're not doing a superhero film? Because they wear spandex? Really? And he thinks they should not cost $180 million to make. Wow. So he said that that's ridiculous. Mm. And that's a piece of ish. So, oh, Mel Gibson, we love you, brother. Appreciate yeah. the old, hey, uh, He makes great movies. You gotta give him that. He does make some you good movies. You gotta give him that. All right, Brandon, thank you for doing the cutting room floor. But now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It is Flashback Friday, movie of the month time. As we said at the beginning of the show, we're featuring Home Alone, the 1990 film about a child who gets left behind when his parents travel to Paris on a family vacation. Love it. And, uh, yeah, um... If you haven't seen Home Alone, I'm surprised. I'll tell you that much. Macaulay Culkin, come on! If you Trial haven't seen star. it. What's uh? I mean, what what memories do you have of uh of well, Home Alone? Let's just talk, I mean, let's just start off with the cast. You got um, Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, yep, Daniel Stern, and the late John Candy. Just, just yeah, name those top four. Those four off the back. Wow. Uh, I loved that movie growing up. My whole family did. Used to watch it all the time. That was one of the movies that I'd always put in the VCR, play it over yep. and over again. Oh, what a great movie. Um, so many classic lines from that movie. So many just scenes I remember. I mean, like, I'm, I must have fit in this house. I mean, like, the, the, the whole plans, the micro machines, the paint, the setting the grill thing on the door knobs, yep. icing the stairs. I mean, the tarantula. I mean, there's so many... Things that I would, as a grown-up, I would never fall for. But as a kid, you're like, wow, these guys are idiots. I know. And then, then just to see Joe Pesci, you, you see yep. the guy in Goodfellas Casino, to go to that role, you know? I mean, that's... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the funny thing about that is it, it came out the same year as Goodfellas. So, I mean, he's got Home Alone and Goodfellas under his belt in one year. And uh, he won an Oscar for Goodfellas, obviously. But, yeah. I mean... Some of those lines, Kevin, you're such a disease. <laughs> you know, uh, when his mom realizes he's gone, Kevin! You know, like, screaming yep. the, mic, the thing. Uh, the thing he said to the, the store ca- um, clerk, has this toothbrush been approved by the American Dental Association? <laughs> and then I remember his sister saying, you're what the French call las de compenta. You know, just like yep. little lines like that I remember. Look what you did, you, you little, little jerk. jerk. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, I hated his uncle so much. So I did hated I. that guy. God, he was a jerk. And then he had the what was it? He was afraid he was a dryer. What was it? Because downstairs, like he thought the um, the thing would come to life. The heater down there. Oh, sorry, like, oh yeah, yeah. The the furnace. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, what does he say? Uh, I'm I'm eating junk and and watching. Or what I forget what he says. I'm, but I'm, you better come out and stop, stop me. me. <laughs> Yeah, so many great lines. Obviously, when Macaulay Culkin was Macaulay Culkin, you know, he was the the it kid and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously growing up, watch that movie all the time. Absolutely love it. It's a yeah, just part of it's American like, culture now to watch that movie. I mean, I, I probably watch it at least once a year because uh, it's always on TV. You yeah. know, it's this you flip it on. Uh, even had a great sequel, obviously I with yep. Yeah. Um, which you can't say for many movies that sequels are uh, as good, if not better. Uh, I'd say Home Alone 1 is better, but 
Uh, that's me. Definitely enjoyed Home Alone too, though. Yeah. Up no. Through. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But um, but yeah. Even yeah. Joe Pesci. Uh, just that that movie. So it, it's about a kid being all alone, but yet it's like so it's so homey feeling. Like it's it's you know it's very comforting in in the same sense um because you know it you know it came out when we were kids so i mean seeing a kid you know be on his own you know gaining independence things like that you know it 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 made us gave us hope you know gave us uh something uh something to strive for obviously not uh you know hopefully you're never in a situation where you need to booby trap uh burglars uh, but yeah, you know, just the whole independence thing, you know, gaining independence from your parents. Um, but yeah, just great movie, great lines, great memories. You know, not much more to say about no, it. Daniel, Daniel Stern, <laughs> also forget narrator on The Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. All the narration was done by him. But yeah, man, that's just, oh, man, that movie makes me smile just thinking about I it. Know. In fact, I need to go back and watch it again. Cause I know. I meant to watch it this week. As I was, taking, <laughs> as I was going over this this quiz we're about to do, go against each other, I was like, man, some of this stuff doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I There's a lot that I drew blanks on. So yeah, I mean, whenever we do uh, Flashback Friday, the movie of the month, if you haven't heard, uh, we test our knowledge on, on said movie. Um, so we... Uh, each took a quiz before the show. Didn't see any of the answers. We're gonna th- reveal the answers live on air. Um, so let, let's get straight into it. We, we have some Home Alone trivia. I'm gonna pull out the answer sheet here, and uh, let's do it. Cue the music. Brandon, number one. What? It, actually, let me. With the question that would, that would help. I had my answer, my, the answers I wrote down. <clears throat> well, I thought um, you had the old, I know old it sounded sound like I was so prepared. All right, so number one, what's the name of cousin Kevin of the of the cousin Kevin doesn't want to sleep with because he always wets the bed? Is it Franklin, Fuller, or Fletcher? It's Fuller, don't drink the Pepsi, you're gonna wet the bed. I believe that's what I thought it, thought it was. Yeah, it is. I, I For some reason, that's one of them I was drawing a blank on. I put Franklin. Are you going to keep track of score? All right. Um, so, yeah, okay. keep track. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So you got that right. Obviously, the answer was Fuller. All right. Number two. Harry and Marv are better known by what moniker? The Santa Burglars? The Wet Bandits? The Christmas Crooks? My answer was the Wet Bandits. And my answer is the Wet Bandits as well. And we were both correct on that. Home Alone 2, they became the Sticky Bandits. That's right. Number three. Uh, Credit card, you got Got it. it. I love that line. All right, number three. Kevin's mom hitches a ride with Gus Polinski, played by John Candy, and his uh, polka band. What's the name of the band? Is it the Sheboygan Swingers, the Kenosha Kickers? Or the Min- Milwaukee Polka Kings. You know, I was tossed between one and three. I want the Milwaukee Polka Kings, but I'm not sure if that's what it was or not. I went with the Sheboygan Swingers. The answer was the Kenosha Kickers. So we were both that's wrong. wrong. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I could not think of that at all. All right. So number four, what item does Kevin accidentally shoplift during his errands? Is it plastic army men, a toothbrush, or a blowtorch? I had a toothbrush. I have a toothbrush as well, bruh. Let's see if we were right. We were both right on that one. 
Number five, according to Buzz, Old Man Marley is better known as the South Bend Shovel Slayer, the Southside Salt Strangler, the uh, Windka Kid Killer. I put the Southside Salt Strangler, but I think it was the first one, to be honest with you. Yeah, I put the last one, the Kid Killer. Um, the answer was the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Mm, both wrong on that. Thank God, because, yeah. I... To what's number six, to what city has the rest of the family traveled while Kevin stays home alone? Was it London, New York, or Paris? Uh, it was definitely old Paris. Yep, that's what I put as well, and that is the correct answer. Number seven, what song does Kevin sing to himself in the mirror before putting on Aftershave? Ah! That was me slapping my face, face and yelling. Uh, was it White Christmas, Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer, or Winter Wonderland? I'm thinking of White Christmas. Mm, no. It's not White Christmas? Yes, it is. And that's what I had as well. White Christmas is correct. Wow, don't give me with the no then, kid. I was a little concerned. Number eight. What was that face for? I don't know. I'm just seeing if you're cheating over there. I died. You're such Wow. No faith in the system, huh? Finish this quote. Buzz, your girlfriend. Yuck. Blech. Or woof. Woof. Woof is what I had as well. And that is the correct answer. <laughs> woof. Oh, that's yeah. That's another great line. Obviously, uh, all right. Number nine. If my screen will load here, bear with me a moment here, folks. Sorry about this. Uh, it's not coming up. But one what, little, uh, two little, three little Indians. <laughs> what is Kevin's favorite pizza? Is it pepperoni, mushroom, or plain cheese? Plain cheese. That's what I had as well, and we were both correct. Three left. And my, my thing is totally freezing here. Bear with me a moment, folks. Well, that's what happens when you're live on the air. Things yeah. Like this happened. Thanks a lot, man. Um, the next one, which burglar was the one that was burnt by the iron on the face? Was it Marv or Harry? I, I put have, Marv. I have Harry. The answer is Mar. Oh wow! So now we oh, just—you just tied it up, kid. Oh snap! That's what I'm talking about. Let's see if we tie. I don't think we have a tiebreaker, but we have two left. What is the uh, the question? Is what's the gangster movie called? I am um, still waiting for the actual answers here. Mike, sorry about this, folks. Bear with me one moment here. All right, there we go. All right, so number uh, 11. Two left, and it's a tie game. What gangster movie does Kevin use to ward off the bandits and the pizza guy? Is it Angel with Dirty Wings, Angels with Greasy Fingers, or Angels with Filthy Souls? I got Angels with Dirty Wings. I put Angels with Filthy Souls. The correct answer is Angels with Filthy Souls. Oh, you know what, bro? Whatever, kid. Oh, snap. Oh, man. Okay, so last one. Here we go. This is do or die here. Is it going to be a tie game or will I uh, run away with it? <laughs> what? Which of Macaulay Culkin's siblings appeared in the film? 
Was it Kieran Culkin, Rory Culkin, or Quinn Culkin? Culkin. Uh, I put Kieran. Oh. I put Rory. The answer was Kieran. Brandon with the comeback. And I, I wish we had a tiebreaker, but... Uh, Two, three. Oh, wait. I, I only missed three. You missed four. Oh, I did? Oh, okay. Let me, let me, I'm just checking his facts here. White Christmas, uh, Southside Strangler. I got that wrong. Uh, TMPK. TMPK. That was my answer. Your answers are on the right. I know. I know. Fuller. I got that wrong. Got the Poco one wrong. Got the Strangler one wrong. No. No, 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 no. One, two, three, four. You got four wrong. I got one, two, three, four wrong as well. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So it was a tie. <laughs> uh, whatever. Sorry about that, folks. We just uh, can't do math over here. All right. So I'll, yeah, that's a tie. Uh, maybe at the beginning of next week's show, we'll have a tiebreaker question just to settle this because we're too competitive to leave this at a tie so no we can't leave without a tie no absolutely not so tune in next week for the tiebreaker i I didn't foresee a tiebreaker maybe i should have but uh oh well what are you gonna do all right that is our show uh i I like when we do this flashback friday thing man get to revisit some movies with some trivia pick you're, we'll throw, you'll pick the next one. Yes, I will pick October's. I will pick October. I'm going to throw a little curveball. Oh, snap. away for next week. Uh, I think we should uh, have a heavy dose of trailer reviews. Yeah. And maybe predict. Start. The Oscar race is starting to shape up a little bit. Maybe we'll touch on that. Some of yep. that stuff that looks like it could be Oscar. I think we should do a Expect next week to be heavy trailer and Oscar nomination-esque stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at least, you know, maybe do an Oscar preview. I mean, we've still got a couple months away, but we're getting into that Oscar season uh, with uh, these movies coming out. Obviously, we have Sully coming out this weekend, which is, you know, has high hopes for for Oscar uh, Oscar potential with Tom Hanks and Clint Eastwood, at least uh, with the director and actor there. But yeah, that's a good idea, man. That's uh, I I like. But yeah, we we definitely want to touch on trailers, things like that. Um, absolutely. So yeah, that's a great curveball. I, I I swung and I, I hit that out of the park. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say that. That's for sure. Again, we want to thank uh, Vinny uh, Malentino for coming on last week or, or last two. show. Yep. Uh, appreciate him coming on. We uh, are in touch with the Goat uh, Movie Podcast. Still, they're gonna they're they're up for coming on the show again. So can't wait to have you guys back on. Um, but yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. Sorry we missed last week, but again, had the hurricane. Uh, was very very wet. Mother nature. Happens. Yes, mother nature. But uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna stay consistent and stay consistent with this flashback Friday movie of the month. I know we haven't done it in a couple months, but hey, we're human. This is what we do. But yeah, follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Uh, email us at uh, bbentertainmentcast at gmail My personal Twitter is at bccord. What's yours, Brandon? Mine's at Big Papa BBCast. Nice, Look nice. Me up. Look me up. 
All right, so let's go over uh, this week's box office results or this week's uh, box office predictions before we uh, end the show. Uh, this week we have coming out uh, a horror film, it's a smaller release, The Disappointments Room. Uh, we have Sully, obviously. We have uh, a drama, When the Bow Breaks. And we have a new animated movie, uh, The Wildlife. So, Brandon, where do you see this week's box office uh, falling? I uh, switched to an English accent there for a second. When I got Sully going one, when the bow breaks two, don't breathe three, I'll take Suicide Squad just hanging on at four, then give me Wildlife at five. Yeah, that's uh, very close to to my predictions there, my man. Um, I am taking uh, Sully at number one. Uh, I think it'll come in strong this week. Obviously, big names on that. I'm going to go When the Bow Breaks at two. Don't Breathe at three. I'm going to go with The Wildlife at four, just how animation has been doing this year. I'm going to stick with that. And then Suicide Squad at five. So... Our four and five are are swapped there, but uh, but yeah, we'll let you guys know. I'm I'm trying to catch up on all the summer movies. Just watched Free State of Jones, which I'll put up a review on pretty soon here. Um, and uh, yeah, you're gonna try to check out Independence Day finally. Got to check that out. Obviously, not hearing great things about it, but I'm still gonna look at it. Loved the first one, but uh, and then yeah, obviously all this Oscar movies coming out now definitely keep up to keep you guys up to date on all that any final thoughts brandon no just good to be back heck yeah heck yeah can't wait for next week uh but uh but yeah join us next week we're gonna like brandon said talk about trailers talk about oscar preview things like that all right guys we appreciate you joining in every single week we're gonna come back next week strong with another show so grab your popcorn grab your snacks we'll see you guys at the movies